Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Chronically Mom podcast. I am your host, Michelle Pickens. I am the creator of, obviously, this podcast and chronicallyblonde.com. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you are a regular, welcome back. Um, I hope everyone had a nice little spring break and a spring holiday, whatever you celebrate. Hopefully, you got some time to relax, spend time with your family, um, but I'm happy to be back here. We had a little break and now we're we're ready to go. Um, I am so excited about my guest today. So excited about our conversation. Um, there were just so many good tidbits. I was telling her at the end, I'm like, I can't wait to listen to this podcast back because I need to take notes for things that, that I need to implement in my life. So um, I'm really excited for you guys to listen to this. So My guest today is Laura Hernandez, creator of Mama Systems. Laura is a mom of 10 kids. Over the course of four years, she went from four kids to 10 kids. And through that process, she was able to develop her own systems to create a calm and peaceful household. And now she helps other families do the same through her one-on-one coaching, online courses, and free resources. So we had a great chat, and I am so excited for you guys to listen. Hi, Laura. So excited to, to have you here. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, I think the work that you're doing is just incredible. It's life-changing for so many families. Um, so I think let's start by diving into a little bit about your story. So please share your journey to 10 kids. That is amazing. So tell me about it. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to hang out with you for the next little bit. This is going to be so fun. Um, We had a big jump in our change in our family. We went from four kids to eight kids within like a six month period. Wow. And huh? I mean, it was kind of nutso. And we were living up in Seattle at the time. We just had our fifth biological and we moved back to Texas to adopt a sibling group who the oldest son we had fostered in the past. And so, um, but the only way we could do that was moving back to Texas. So we did this cross country move with a newborn. We're living in a rent house. We purchased this house. We're remodeling it. I mean, and then for a hot minute, they handed us another baby and said, here you go, take care of this baby. Um, That was their, our three's sibling, right? So we had five kids, four and under, all in diapers, all in cribs. And then the newborn was added in for a hot minute in there. So during this time, I lived very much in survival mode. I, yes. I mean, I mean, I remember thinking so vividly, just if I can make it to bedtime, if I can get them in their cribs, they'll all be safe. And if I could just keep them alive, because it felt like so much pressure. I, I realized that that bar is like real low. Like, no, I, I, I never want my kids to die. Right. I feel that way with two kids. I can't imagine with 10. I'm like, okay, is it 730? Is it 730? If they're in their crib, if they're in their room, like, okay, they're safe. And like, I can take a breath for a minute, you know? Yes. Yes. You can kind of turn off that vigilance. Yes. And what I didn't know at the time was that the three that we were adopting had special needs. And um, yeah, so that, that just kind of shook me. I really thought that I had things under control before then. And then it was like somebody threw me in the deep end. And I tried really hard to find a system, a process, something organization for our family that worked for us, like from everybody else's stuff. And what yeah. I learned very quickly is that nothing fit our family because we were so unique. And so I was like, okay, well, we're just going to do this ourselves. And so 
got to create systems for our family that brought peace and calm and order to our home, which felt magical because yeah. you know, we had, we ended up having two more kids just in case you're doing the math there. And I remember just sitting with my feet up, my kids watching a show, the house being clean and thinking like, I feel like I've hit the magical cave of wonders, you know, like, yeah, this is it. This is the moment that every mother is looking for. Right. Yes. And, um, I was like, we've, I've got to start telling other people about this. So I started sharing my friends and like helping them put systems in place in their homes. Mm -hmm. And then eventually started mama systems. Now I get to coach other moms and helping them put systems in place in their homes so that they can be more intentional with their families, have more peaceful lives, have times for themselves and be able to do things that they actually enjoy doing. So that's my joy. That's what I get to do now. That is absolutely incredible. And I love that it really started from a place of necessity for you. And then you were able to take what was, you know, a, a struggle for you and turn it into a way to, to help other people. Um, there's something in your bio. I, I like quoted it and wrote it down here because I loved it so much. It was instead of reacting to your chaos, you're cultivating peace through systems that create space so you can nurture your family and thrive as a mother. And I like highlighted that a million times. And I'm like, that's on my vision board. Like that's, that's like what I want. I feel like that's what every mom really wants. Um, so yeah, that, that just really speaks to me. And, and, um, so tell me about how you develop the systems or, uh, yeah, we'll start with that. How, how do you develop the systems? Yeah. So back to that little quote there. Yeah. Our reactionary lives. I think us as moms are just constantly doing that. Right. So yeah. it's like a kid comes in with a problem. We're solving that we're in the middle of cooking dinner and then we have to go back to cooking dinner and then we have to get more groceries, like all the things just keep adding up when we keep yes. interrupting ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, a side note, James Taylor sings a really funny song. He's like, I can't wait to interrupt myself. And I feel like that's a life as a mom. Like it's just, you're always interrupting yourself with your thoughts and whatever. 100%. Anyway. <laughs> I've never been able to quote him before in anything I've ever said. So I feel really, <laughs> he's my favorite. Okay, here we go. So our first step is always to assess what we're doing. Okay. Like, let's pay attention to what you're doing. Let's pay attention to what you're distracted with all the things that you're doing throughout the day, because that's really our first step in doing anything. You've got to know where you are at the moment yeah. and where you want to be. And so I, again, think that so often we as, as mamas will look around and be like, oh, our kid needs to be in soccer. Oh, well, oh, you're doing the select league. Oh, we need to be doing that too. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, I don't even care about soccer, but I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses over here, trying to like yes. do everything that they're doing and sign up for all the clubs they're signing up for and feeling left out. And so don't want to miss anything. Yeah. And that hurried life just doesn't lend to peace at all. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't give you space to do anything that you want to be doing. That's so true. It doesn't give you any space to take care of yourself. It doesn't give you any space to rest. And so we've got to figure out what in the world we're doing and what in the world we want to be doing. Yes. Okay. So that's kind of our first step. And every family is so different. Mm -hmm. So like, there's no like, Hey, here's a system for you. (laughs) Nicely packaged, go put it in place in your home. And it's going to work great. Every mama is so different. And so this whole process is like, Hey, we're, we're taking on all of the little parts of you all of the little parts of your people, who your husband is, how he shows up to this game, how your house is, what your work schedule is, like all the things. That's amazing. We're creating systems from there. So even with, I know that a lot of your mamas struggle with just energy levels and Mm -hmm. 
different chronic things. And that's, that's a huge piece to take into account. Definitely. That's, that's a huge thing. And that's part of the reason why I'm so excited to have you on to, to shares because with chronic illness, I mean, you have such a, a limited amount of energy and the way that I look at every day is like, okay, if I have this small bit of energy that I know I'm going to be able to direct towards something, I want to spend that energy with my kids doing something fun, going to the park, playing with them. And I am always looking for ways that I can kind of optimize my life in these other areas of, you know, cleaning and getting chores done, just things like that, because I don't want to spend my limited energy on that. And I think so many like chronic illness moms and moms in general, we all have limited energy. So I think it's why it's so important um, that you're, you're doing what you're doing. And especially with like the customizable approach too, that's, that's huge um, because every, everyone is so different. Yeah. I mean, so different. It's so fascinating to me. I love it so much because nothing works the same for every family. Yeah. So, and I get, get I get so geeked out by systems and I'm so sorry. No, I love it. I <laughs> love like it. I'm jumping into the computer talking to you. Um, so a system is anything that we can not use our brain power for. Okay. Like bottom line is how okay. I see it. And what this does it is, a, it allows that decision fatigue to settle down. Right. Okay. At the very beginning of the day, when you wake up, you're probably like, yes, it's a great day. We're going to go do all these fun things, all the, what, you know, whatever. And then by noon, all hell has broken loose. Yep. You're exhausted. <laughs> Kids are throwing fits. Like the house is a mess. Like all of those things happen. Right. Right. And what's happening really is that you are making a million. Let me be real clear. Cause you're really making 35,000 decisions every day. Oh my gosh. That's a lot. That's overwhelming. <laughs> and I think that as moms, I, this was not in the research, but I think as moms, we're probably making a whole lot more than that because we're making decisions for our kids too. Like, of, yeah. can you wear that? I don't know. Like mm-hmm. all those things. Right. So if we can slow down and take a minute and make yeah. some of those decisions and just stick with them, it will free us up so much. Yeah. So an example of decision fatigue and how this kind of plays out in our minds, they did a study on judges and parole cases. And I realize this is not where any of us are right now, but these judges were 60% likely to give a prisoner parole in the morning, but by the end of the day, they were only 10% likely. Wow. It's amazing. And I know that our children are prisoners and we're not releasing <laughs> them or anything like that, but, no, but it, it shows it, you it, the huge drastic change of like yeah. throughout the day, your energy level and just how much those decisions affect you mentally. Right. And then along with the physical fatigue, like it's just a lot. And so I want to, I want to get there. Like, I feel like that's, that's where our mamas are. And I'm, I'm like, I hear you. i hear that it's overwhelming and it's so much. And I want you to have freedom in this. And I want, I want to help you make these decisions so that you're not, you're not exhausted. And or if you are exhausted, then, you know, you've spent your time well during that day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What are the things that matter the most to you and how can we make decisions around those things? And then the things that don't matter that much to you, how can we optimize those things? Like what decisions can we make around that? Yeah. It could be just choosing one way to clean your bathroom and you have a day to clean it. And that's the only time you clean it and you have that decision made, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Or it could be asking for help and having someone come in and clean for you. Yeah. 
Help is an amazing thing. And if you have the resources to pay for it, go for it. There's no guilt in that you can't do it all. I I love that you encourage that and encourage like delegating activities. I feel like as moms, we take it on that we have to do everything and it's impossible to do everything. Um, Something that I I was reading in in some of the information you had on your website um, was about in including the kids in the system. So I would love to hear about that because I think that's like so just so cool. I remember like growing up and my mom, whenever she was doing stuff around the house, she was just like, no, no, no. It's easier if I just do it myself, like don't get involved. And now I'm trying to involve my kids, but like, I don't really know how. And I feel like you've got a whole system for that. So tell me about it. Yeah. So I geek out about chores too, because this is, I mean, again, just out of necessity for us. Yeah. Because I can't, I mean, I I cannot do it all right. People sometimes say, Oh, she's super mom. And I'm like, Oh no, I'm not. I asked for so much help and my yeah. kids help so much. And we're a team and we've got to do this together. Right. Yeah. So it's all about building that team mentality in your home. Mm-hmm. Your little people are on your team and they are for yeah. you. Yeah. And same with your husband. If it may not feel that way all the time, just to <laughs> I, whoever is listening, I have been there, know that my mm-hmm. husband is not always the most supportive, wonderful, like putting the kids to bed and all the things, right. I'm often left doing it all. So I hear that. However, our little people can help a lot and getting them involved, especially early on, mm-hmm. brings so much life to your home, like as they grow and just for you on a daily basis. So yeah. how this works in our home, um, every kid has assigned morning chores and then afternoon chores. Okay. And you can do this however you want, like how your family runs. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to tell you how we do it but this yeah. is not like a magical way that every, every family needs to do it this way. Right. Um, I have a little chore e-guide as well on my website that you can. Yes. I saw that. I I'll, okay. I'll link that in the, in the podcast notes so people can grab Perfect. that. Yeah. And it's great. Cause it walks you through this whole thing and gives you a list of age appropriate chores and all of that. Right. Love that. Um, okay. So here's how it works in our room in the morning. Everyone's in charge of taking care of themselves. Okay. They're getting dressed, throwing their pull up away putting their dirty clothes away, getting the, they don't take their medicine on their own, but they get their medicine, bring it to me. Like, so we're just trying to foster that independence, Yeah, um, putting their shoes on all by themselves. Um, our daughter wears the harness. So I'm like, she can't zip it in the back, but she can mm-hmm. get it on her body. And so just constant, Hey, you can do this Yeah, at age one and a half. We're like, no, you sit down, put your pants on. Let's, and just sticking them down on the ground so that they can slide them on mm-hmm. constant independence. Right. Yeah. Um, cause that's something you don't need to be doing. You don't need to be physically getting your three-year-old dressed every morning. Yeah. That, no, that's so I'm not that's saying that you're true. doing, it. I'm just, no, yeah. I am doing it. So that's, that's <laughs> helpful. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I would pick something else out of that. Um, yeah. So just constant independence, right? So in the morning, it's a lot of self-care, like taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I like to call it roommate responsibilities. Cause when I think about when they leave the house, how do I want them to to leave. And I realize if we're talking about a three-year-old and you're looking at 18, you're like, I've got all this time, no yeah. big deal, but really, but not really <laughs> real fast. I mean, yeah. real fast. And just starting small of like putting on your pants and throwing your pull-up in the trash. Like we don't leave our trash around the house. Right. Yeah. So thinking about how do you want your kids to leave the house when they're mm-hmm. living with their wife mm-hmm. or their husband or roommates, whoever those people are, because they're likely going to be living with someone forever. Yeah. How do you want your kid to show up to that? What do you want them to know how to do? 
And then let's slowly build in things that can start training them in that way. So putting their dishes in the sink, taking out the trash, things like that, right? So those are kind of our morning responsibilities. Okay. Okay. And so in the afternoon, this is, this is my prep time for my morning the next morning. Okay. I, I need my morning. Like it's real important to me. Yeah. I mean, it's real important to me. It needs to be quiet. Okay. I need to wake up before other people mm-hmm. cannot wake up to a mess. My, I, my body responds a lot to how the environment is around me. Mm-hmm. Um, just something I've learned about myself may not yeah. affect everybody, but if I wake up to a disaster in the house, I'm just like, Whoop. like, I just, it starts the day off on just rocky footing. <laughs> Absolutely. And so before we go to bed, I want the house to be picked up. Mm-hmm. I want dishes to be done. I don't want them piled high in the sink, which means somebody needs to unload and then load. And like, mm-hmm. so just thinking through all of those little things of how I can make my morning better has kind of informed our afternoon jobs. Okay. 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 So for us, this is a three-step situation. Our kids are getting ready for school the next day. Like everyone okay. has their own job. So everyone gets ready for school the next day. Um, and that's either making their lunch or laying out their clothes, getting their backpacks ready, kind of depending on the kid and their their abilities to yeah. put themselves together in the morning is how much prep time we do before the night before. Um, so they're in charge of that. And if you're thinking that your little person can't make their own lunch, I would beg to differ. And I think that you can set them up for success in that area and do some prep work on your end where they can gather the things that they need for lunchtime and make their own lunch for the next day so that you're not doing that first thing in the morning. I love that. So we, we can always chat more about that if you want to. It sounds daunting, but I feel like you have a a way to make it not as difficult as I'm imagining it. (laughs) Oh, it's not at all. It's great. It's really great. Um, we started several years ago when our special needs buddies were littler. And so they're functioning more like two, three, four Mm -hmm. level. Um, and they, no big deal. Like, just make their lunch. That's so I feel like it's, this is like kind of a tangent, but I feel like it's such a mindset shift for the parent too, because I think as a mom, I'm like, okay, I have to do everything. I'm responsible for everything for everyone. I need to like check off all these things on my to-do list, but putting that responsibility into kids' hands, that's, it's a mindset shift for me, but then it also is probably so empowering to the, the kids to be able to do this and say like, wow, I can make my lunch. I can get dressed for myself in the morning. So it, that, that's just an interesting, interesting thing to think about for that. Yeah. It's definitely a mind shift change. And I think yeah. that once we, as mamas can start seeing ourselves more as a manager of our home, yeah, not to, not to downplay our home, but it's, it's like a business, right? I, lo- I love that. That's, I always, everything. I always tell my husband, I'm like, okay, we have to have our like business meeting in the morning at night, figure out what the plan is. Like, I, I love that. Yes. Cause we are, we're, we're project managers of our lives. <laughs> yes. And like scheduling appointments and like all, yeah. just all the things, right. You're yeah. the CEO, you're the COO, you're all the everything. <laughs> yes. And so when you can kind of start seeing yourself that way, you realize how ridiculous it is to be doing it all by yourself, right? You wouldn't yeah. expect a manager at Starbucks to be doing making everything. the coffee, sweeping the floors, serving people, working in the back, doing the bills. Like you just, you wouldn't do that, right? He delegates it out. Right. And that's what we as mamas need to do. And so whether that's delegating out to a lawn man or delegating out to your kids, like mm-hmm. delegate these things out. Yeah. Okay. 
So our kids are making their lunches, getting ready for the next day. Mm-hmm. They have a zone that they're in charge of, which is an area like either, hey, you know what? You're going to clean up the living room every night. Mm-hmm. And get real specific on those things, right? Because cleaning up the living room is quite the task. But if he knows, hey, you know what? You're in charge of picking up blankets and pillows in the living room. Okay. That's doable, right? Okay. Kid can do that. I know exactly who it is that's doing that. We're not changing it up. Mm-hmm. We're not everybody on their toes. Yeah. That decision one time and then keep it. Okay. Period. Like the end. Don't change it. Cause okay. that's for decisions for you and more like refereeing amongst kids. Mm-hmm. So prep for next day, they each get a zone and then they each have a job for dinner time. And that could be setting forks on the table. Like our two-year-old does that. And so, and he loves it. He thinks he's so cool because he has a job. He's like, where's my job? Where's my job? And that's, awesome. that's what he does. Right. So it doesn't have to be anything elaborate. Like they're making a five course meal, but just, Hey, they're a part of the team mm-hmm. during this time as well. We've set an alarm for five o'clock because that's when we do our, our afternoon jobs. Mm-hmm. When that alarm goes off, I start making dinner because I will sometimes forget to feed my children <laughs> It'll be like seven o'clock. And I'm like, Oh gosh, <laughs> it's time for bed. And they're like, I haven't eaten dinner yet. Totally been there. <laughs> oh, so that alarm helps me do that and then helps them do their stuff as well. And during that time, we're all working as a team, like at the same time. And it's so great because I'm not in the kitchen, like chopping, like very bitterly because they're messing up the room. I just cleaned up and mm-hmm. it just feels like, Hey, we're doing this together. We've yeah. got this, you know? Yeah. It's like a harmonious environment. Yeah. And don't hear me wrong that my children are like angels and never complain or never argue or I'm like, that's not what's happening, yeah. but they know what's expected of them. And so when there's grumbling, it's like, well, sorry, buddy. This is what it is doing. what it is. Yeah. yeah I was going to, I was going to ask. So I feel like if you are not implementing this from like, say I'm starting with my son, who's two and a half now. So it's not something that was inherently part of his routine since he was, you know, a year old. How do you, uh, I guess, deal with it, the resistance against maybe doing a chore or it, how do you get them to, to feel like they're really part of this team and, and make that something that they're interested in um, instead of, you know, oh, I have to, I have to do this because mom's telling me to do it. Yeah. So I think, um, I think bringing them in on it as much as you can. Okay. Um, especially when they're that age. So like have, having them come in and like at dinner time, just like, mm-hmm. Hey, could you, do you mind setting out the forks for me? Like, that would be so helpful. Thank you so much. And I'm praising them like crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, everything they do is just amazing all the time. Best thing ever. <laughs> yes. And especially when they're helping make a big, big deal about it. Like that's, yeah. that's the best thing ever. Um, like that was so helpful to mommy. Thank you so much. That meant so much to me. Mm-hmm. They're going to learn to, they're going to begin to learn to love helping when you go upstairs to put laundry away for them or you know, however your house is set up, whatever you do normally, I don't know, but Hey, come help me. Let's find, I need to find out where all your underwear is. Do you know where it is? Okay. Well, let's go put all this underwear up in your underwear drawer. Let's, let's see if we can figure it out together and just have them come in with you to start doing these tasks with you. And then slowly as they grow older and become a little more mature, you can give them a little more leeway and ask them to do things on their own. And then when you go check on it, you can praise them like crazy like you were such a big boy that you went and put away all of your laundry. Like what an amazing thing. Right. So we're just constantly training, constantly building into them, constantly encouraging 
because we want those things for them. We want them to be capable human beings, right? Right. It sounds like a lot of empowering, empowering them. Yeah. It gives them belonging, gives them purpose. Like, yeah, this is what we want. So that's incredible. I, as you're sharing all of this, I'm realizing how much you go into it thinking, okay, this is going to help mom, you know, organize my brain and my life, but it really is so helpful for the kids too. Like it's, it, that, that's incredible. Um, so it sounds like if you're looking to start kind of from the beginning, having those two, uh, like delegated times for chores and then that like self-sufficient activity, that sounds like the, the first place to start, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. And if like, if you go grab the chore e-guide thing that has all the step-by-step, like let's yeah. set this up, right? Um, but I, yes, I think just pushing independence as much as possible. And sometimes yeah. as mamas, we struggle with that because they're our baby and we, you know, it looks hard for him. And I don't want him to have to struggle with that. And our 10th, I feel like he's got me wrapped around his little finger and I hear <laughs> that so much. Everything I'm like, oh, I don't remember. But at the same time, like, I know it's so good for him. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I've seen kind of the, the downslide of me doing everything for him. Mm-hmm. It's more entitled. It's more, I get whatever I want, whenever I want. Yeah. Opposed to the other. I feel like we have like two slopes here going the opposite way. So, yeah. So I will, like I said, I'll definitely link that the e-guide. Cause I think that will be super, super helpful. In addition to having those time blocks, are there any other like little changes? Say you're a mom with a chronic illness and you're like, how can I like dip my toe into the water of systems? Like what, say you were coaching someone and they're like, what, what can I do to start? What would you say? Yeah. What can we automate? Okay. What things can we just automatically happen in our home? Okay. Whether that's like having air filters delivered or your groceries delivered. If you're not doing grocery delivery, we're in big trouble already. We need to talk about that. Um, I mean, that's just a game changer, right? Yeah. Yeah. You see things. So depending on the mom and depending on your energy level and depending on those things, ask for help, ask for help, ask a neighbor, ask, just ask, ask someone and say, Hey, Hey, I'm really struggling. I had a mama come up to me yesterday and she, she said, you know, I, I had like given some talk or something. Mm -hmm. I, let me rephrase that. I gave a talk and she came up afterwards. She was like, that was so helpful. I have bipolar depression and, um, I have someone come over to my house for an hour every morning and get the baby up and get her dressed while I like slowly get out of bed and slowly try to wake up. And she's like, I feel so much shame about it because there's ladies at my table that have four kids and they're doing it all by themselves. And I have help with one and I still feel really like I'm struggling. And so I, this goes back to the very beginning of we are all so different and our energy levels and what we've been handed in life is so different. And I have no doubt that you are hundred percent equipped to take care of your babies. And part of that may look like hiring somebody to come in or asking someone to come in teenage girl that homeschools like, Hey, do you mind coming over for an hour every morning and playing with the baby and I'll pay you $50 a week or whatever. Like that's worth it. That, that money is worth you getting a little bit of rest and you getting a little bit of help because you're worth it. Yeah. It's okay to ask for help and it's okay to, to need that help and to use it. And 
like whatever services, whatever you qualify for, whatever you can afford, Mm -hmm. take advantage of those things. That's such a good perspective because I feel like so many times we're just pushing to do it all ourselves and it's not necessary to do everything ourselves. And I think looking back at, this is kind of a tangent, but looking back at the history of, of motherhood, it's everyone is working together as a community. And now in our society, we're so kind of separated to just us and our kids. And that's not how it's supposed to be. I mean, we, we do need help from other people and, I, I love that you mentioned the the mom guilt piece of it because that's huge whenever you're, you know, calling someone to help you. But I think knowing the more people talk about that and the more that we're sharing about it, it makes it more normalized. And then it's like, okay, everyone feels this way. It's okay if I am seeking additional help for for these certain aspects of my life. So I I love that. Yeah. And I know that somewhere along the way there's going to be naysayers or people like why do you need like you just have one kid yeah. or whatever it is, but yeah. goodness gracious, don't listen to them. No, well, up and I will give you all the permission in the world because <laughs> not living it. your life. They're just not. So yeah. Oh, so just in case you're thinking like, we don't have money to hire anybody. Mm-hmm. We're really strapped. And I, my husband just lost his job or, you know, I got laid off, whatever mm-hmm. X circumstances you have something to offer. Like you have gifts and abilities that you can offer someone else. And so thinking, I'm thinking like, if you're an accountant and you have these accounting skills that you can lay in bed and do accounting for a small firm and they pay you with dinner or something like, yes, switch off with a mom, figure how you can help a small business and say like, Hey, if you can provide this for me, can I do this for you? Because making meals every night is the most draining thing in the world for me, but I can lay in bed and do taxes for an hour, you know? That's such a good idea. That's incredible. I lo- And I love that you're using your gifts and your things that you know you're good at and you can bring to the table. And then you're able to utilize some something that someone else is really good at. I love that. I've never thought of that before. Yeah. Because when, when you're doing something that you love, it's less energy for you, right? Yeah. yeah. It's not as hard. It's more second nature. And so if I'm I'm not an accountant at all, and I don't want to give you this example, but if I'm in here taxes for somebody and it's like a piece of cake for me. Cause I know where all the, the little spots are to put all the numbers. Yeah. But that's a real struggle for somebody else who really like me, <laughs> who doesn't know anything about accounting, but I can go in there and cook you five meals. No problem. Like I'll trade you any day, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's amazing. I'd love, I love that tip. I want to get into a little bit about your one-on-one coaching and then calling out some of the, um, other resources that you have, because I think people after like listening to this conversation, people are going to be like, yes, how can I, how can I work with you? Like, what can I do? So let's talk about that. Okay. So my have different courses and different things at different levels and different commitments to some, you know, different prices, whatever. Um, but my coaching program that I'm most excited about is a 90 day coaching program. And in this, we do one-on-one calls every week. We have uh, group calls every other week. And that's been, I have been real surprised by how much I adore that time together. Like watching these women encourage each other and build each other up. And just the community that's come from it. I mean, pretty much every call I'm like in tears because it's just so beautiful. It's so beautiful to watch these ladies. Um, Okay. So yes, those two things. Um, I have a ton of videos and training in there. So you walk away knowing exactly 
how to create systems in your home, how to bring peace to your home. So as life ebbs and flows and you know exactly what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then finally they have full access to me and we can talk at any time. They can show me a room and say like, Hey, how do I bring order to this room? Whatever X is, it seems to be the current problem in their life. Um, And so that's like throughout those 90 days, we kind of tackle every subject of, Hey, we're going to assess your world and your life and your, everything you're doing. Mm -hmm. We're going to eliminate, automate, and uh, delegate the things that drain you. And the things that give you life, we want to prioritize those and make sure those are at the forefront of things. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we go into like batch working, which is doing light tests together. Mm -hmm. So doing all of your paperwork in one day or in one little time chunk. Okay. Not in one day. Um, So things like that, that are just really good. We can't get rid of these things. Like I can't get rid of making appointments for my kids or paying the bills, but I can be really efficient with that. And I've learn to keep that simple and um, yeah, just making the most of all of those little opportunities to, to be really efficient so that it's not an all day situation. Right. So batch working, meal planning, time with your kids, how to be intentional with them, but discovering their love language that you can be intentional with them and making sure that you're making that a priority. So we just go through all the different aspects of life and really come up with some, some great systems around those things. So it sounds like with the coaching, you're working with moms to really like get them on a path where then they'll be able to continue this. So you're, you're helping have these habits, have these systems formed that then they can continue themselves. Is that true? Yes. And that's my, that's my goal. Like, I don't want people to need me for forever. I want them to know, like to feel confident in their home, to feel like, you know what, this came up today, but I know exactly what to do. And it might throw us for a loop for a minute, but we fall off the wagon I know what to do you know yeah yeah so other than coaching I have some great courses as well and those kind of walk you through it's just me out of the picture like we're not getting the one-on-one time yeah which happens to be my favorite no pressure but um (laughs) that's my favorite is getting to know moms and really getting to know their families like it feels like such an honor to walk with them on this road and to see their lives change and to see their homes change and how they function change. So that's my favorite, but there's also these other courses as well. And we have a master course and a summer course just to be intentional with your summer, with your kids. Um, and then a special needs course. And if any of your mamas have special needs kiddos, I think that that is an amazing, amazing resource because one of the whole sections we talk about finding help, getting resources, getting respite care and how to really utilize all of the services that are offered out there. Um, so that's incredible. And I feel like that's definitely an area where there there's a gap and there needs to be additional resources there. So the fact that you're calling those out and really speaking to those mamas, that's so important. Yeah. I think, I mean, my heart, special needs mamas, I just, nobody tells you anything and it's heartbreaking and sad. And I want to be the person to tell you all things. So you're like the best friend, mom. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really about anything else that you want to like promote pop in with anything no I think that's it I'm really really grateful I'm hoping yeah. it's helpful oh my gosh this was so helpful like I said I'm I like I, I feel like for me this conversation is so valuable so I know that so many people will will benefit from this and hopefully 
you know, the moms that are listening will be able to grab those resources that you have, take your classes, do the one-on-one coaching and hopefully get to that inner peace uh, that, that you have in your home. So it's beautiful that you're able to share that with, with so many people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Thank you so much to Laura from Mama Systems for coming on the podcast today, sharing those resources with us and giving us some insight into how to create those systems and have more of a peaceful home for both our kids and for us as parents. Like I said, I'm going to link her website and some of the resources in the podcast notes or podcast description and feel free to follow her on Instagram at Mama Systems and also make sure to follow along on my Instagram at chronicallyblonde and check out my website chronicallyblonde.com. All right. Thank you guys so much. Have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you next week.